We are the Adventuring Guild. And this is the Homebrew Review. Thank you once again for joining us for another adventure of the Homebrew Review. Last week, we were able to save the hidden village of the dice, or uh, the village hidden in the dice, and we uh, found out the evil team Rocket has decided to team up with a bunch of shinobi and try to capture the Hokage. However, they managed to get their hands on a giant gunman, and it was imbued with all sorts of terrible powers of hate and and fear. And, And what kind of crazy crossover matchup is this? So we will go ahead and get started taking on Team Rocket within the hometown of our very own Max Stone. Let's go ahead and we'll talk a little bit about what special things we've got coming up and what items you all received before jumping straight into the action. All right, hey everyone, this is Virgil Corin, the human shinobi. Uh, this week, at least, the shinobi gets a few updates. First off, uh, at level 8, um, we first get the ability score improvements. Um, so I put that in Dex. Uh, having armor defense and Dex with Dex and Wisdom uh, helps my attack damage, my initiative as well, bump up my AC a little bit. Um, at level 5, I get the ability Vanish, which is uh, a really fun ability. I'm super excited to maybe use it. We'll see. Vanish lets me use hide action as a bonus act. Also, I can't be trapped by non-magical means unless I choose to leave a trail. So if we're doing some ground, you know, some spying or anything like that, it'll help me to get through places pretty easy. Um, at 6th level, I get a bonus to my Shinobi way. Um, as a Genjutsu user, uh, that bonus is on the page. Um, at sixth level, I get the ability called Misdirection. I am super excited to use this because I really um, beginning at sixth level. When a creature I see thirty feet of me makes an attack roll against me, I can uh, I can use my action to divert the attack, providing the another cre- provided that another creature is with the attack's range. That creature must, the attacker must make a wisdom save by the On a fail, the attacker must target the creature that is closest to it, not including myself or itself. If multiple creatures are closest, the attacker chooses which one to target. So I just imagine an archer or something, and then try and shoot me, and I just grab and put me and shoot over a little bit, and they take the air. Or a melee attacker tries to strike me and I just dodge out the way a little bit and they attack their, their ally um, as a reaction. So that'll be really helpful. Also, um, my mind spike uh, when a crew fails a save by Genjutsu uh, is now bumped up to 2d6 plus my wisdom. So I'm very excited to do a little bit more damage that way. 
at level 7, I get the evasion feature, which is just like rogues and monks. Uh, if I have to make a deck save, if I fail, I take half damage. If I succeed, I take no damage. And then uh, I also get some more shocker. I have 12 shocker points at level uh, level 8. Um, and then I can also have 5 jutsu. So my jutsu that I chose, I kept iron body, uh, keep that damage mitigation. Uh, I kept Hydra Head, which is in my disguise self. Um, I picked two, or I got rid of the Phantasmus one, and I picked up uh, New Prison for three key points. Um, this is a Genjutsu uh, style. I chose uh, Near Prison, which requires a level four to pick. Um, as an action, I spend three Shocker points to begin concentrating. I can choose a creature within 60 feet. That creature must make a charisma save. On a fail, they become trapped by a four-sided illusory box made of mirrors. The creature must hack one of the dark reflections and it automatically hits, but the creature takes half the damage it deals. Uh, or it deals. So they have to attack the mirror to get out, but it hurts them at the same time. So hopefully they hit uh, like a nap 20 or something like that. I mean, they hit anyway, but if the crit hit, they take half that much damage. Um, at the end of the turn, the target repeats the saving throw, and if it succeeds, it gains the spell. If not, uh, it keeps going until it breaks all four mirrors. Uh, so it keeps having to do that. And if a creature other than it gives it damage, so if another person attacks it, they have advantage on the save. So it's really nice to just lock somebody away for a while. Uh, uh, they can't do anything, they have to break the mirrors before they can do anything. Um, Another spell, or another ability I took is another Genjutsu with Agonize. This part is fifth level. Um, for sh two Shocker points, uh, I choose a target within, or a creature with a heat. That creature must make a Chariz save, or become vulnerable to a damage type of Machoi. At each of the ends of its turns, it can repeat the saving throw, ending on a 60. So, if everyone uses slashing or bludgeoning damage, I can use Agonize and say, you're now vulnerable to bludgeoning or slashing damage. And then it takes vulnerable damage to that type until it finally breaks out of it. Again, all these repeat, uh, repeat saves, if it fails, because the Genjutsu, they take damage uh, every time they fail. So it's a really nice dish on top of the other ability. And the last Jutsu I chose is a Genkai. Interesting about the Gekkei Genkai is once you take them, you cannot ever get rid of it. It is with you until the end of your character. There's the Bakan, there's the Renegon, and the Sharingan. Uh, I chose the Sharingan. I just like it. It fits with my character a little bit more. The other ones are really cool, and I really like them for maybe a different character. But for the, the build I'm going with, I thought Sharingan would be the best for me. Uh, as a bonus action, I can make two key points to activate the Sharingan for one. Uh, when it's active, I can spend one point to cast Command at the lowest level. I get a bonus to my XD, and I also have advantage on uh, perception checks that rely on sight. So it'll be really nice, a uh, little passive buff, as well as a bug in the Command Control, you know, hey, drop your left, do it if they fail. Um, and uh, again, with the uh, with the Genjutsu style, uh, because it's a mind ability, 
they would take damage for failing to save at the command. Um, and eventually, uh, you can upgrade Shindaman Yakuza to the next level, which is level 12, and so when we get to level 12, we'll talk about it. But that is fine, and I am excited to see, uh, oh, my uh, new weapon, yeah, magic item, is a weapon, it is a matter of blind sight. So I have blind sight for 30 feet, and I think that would be cool, especially uh, if Shinobi doesn't need sight anymore to really see what's going on. Uh, so within 30 feet, I always know where everybody is, so that's going to be really helpful, especially with my Genjutsus that require 30-foot range targets. I, even if I can see them, I know where they are, I know I can target. Uh, so that is Corrin at level 8, and I am excited to... Take on Team Rocket. Hey everyone, it's Hope playing Kiwi, patron of Cosmic Guardian. Uh, going into this room, not a lot to do. Uh, being the patron of Cosmic my uh, ability that I get this time is actually just enhancing my form that I get. If it's as a book action, I can take it as an action and have it last for two minutes instead of one minute. So that's really the big thing that I get from that. I also chose one of the spells that I get from taking the Guardian Pack, and I'm choosing to use the Electric, which is found also in Xanathar's Guide, and that'll allow me to do a little bit of healing to have to damage myself right. Um, it's 48 uh, chronic damage to myself, but whoever gets flanked from that gets the amount. So I think that's a really interesting middle handy. Otherwise, I just uh, took uh, the improvement to the book, and that's about it for changes to my the map item that I got, the raw keep. Um, this allows me to add a two to my spell speed as well as the spell attack modifier, and I also gain one spell slot one time on rest with that item. He takes the blazing sun in his bare hand and endures the searing heat. A man's man sustained by strength of will. When you hear of the great Kamina, they're talking about me. You better remember that. <laughs> so, returning with the mighty Kamina, leader of Team Daiguren, and slayer of beastmen everywhere, it is me, my guest. Uh, going into level 8 with the Scald class, we get some uh, interesting stuff happening up, up in here. Um, our intonation die increases to a D6, so it's a little bit, a little bit more, uh, more potent. Um, other than that, we get the uh, story strike ability, which allows me as an action to make a weapon attack that deals damage equal to my intonation die plus charisma modifier, and does actually count as a weapon attack for the sake of two weapon fighting. Even though I will not be using that feature because great swords. Um, I get a few more spells that, that I, I get to cast, which is always super fun. Um, our signature epic lets my friends re-roll rolls of one or two on the intonation die and keep whatever the re-rolled result is, so <clears throat> gives them a better chance of, of succeeding in in those situations. Um, we also get an ability that probably won't that won't come up <clears throat> most likely during the podcast, but it's kind of interesting, especially if you're doing like a long-form campaign that requires the usage of mechanics such as this. Uh, on a long rest, my ally, if I spend an, at least an hour of that long rest telling a story, 
the my allies will regain an ex will remove an extra level of exhaustion so to help them recuperate a little bit quicker from you know those forced marches that you, you could end up taking. I also gain the ability Venomous Verse. Um, at seventh level, I gain the ability to use specific verses of my story to affect the metal fortitude of my enemies, making them open targets for my allies' mind-inducing effects. As an action, I speak a verse that lasts until the end of my next turn. During that time, a creature I choose within 30 feet has disadvantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saves. They must be able to hear me suffer this effect, and it ends early if I'm incapacitated, silenced, or voluntarily end it. So, uh, you're welcome, Virgil. I feel like that, that could actually be a huge help for some of his uh, Genjutsus. So, hoping to take full advantage of, of that ability to, you know, thoroughly intimidate them to the point where they have no idea what's going on anymore. So, really looking forward to level 8 and seeing how coming affairs against some of the heavy hitters of Pokemon Wall. Alright, we're back with Max Stone, the greatest trainer you've ever seen. Well, working towards Hi guys, it's Mount Rhino back again. I'm playing Max Stone, the camper Pokemon trainer. He's not just a camper now, he's grown. He is now also a mountaineer. Uh, I'm excited to be back with you, excited to be playing with this. I figured I could give you a little bit more info than last time. The camper gives me proficiency in survival and a plus one bonus to all skill checks made by any ground Pokemon. The Mountaineer gives me a, an increase to my strength con or dex by plus one and a plus one bonus to all skill checks made by any of my rock Pokemon. So that means that my Rhyhorn is getting double bonus now, which is pretty cool. I'm excited to be back and I'm ready to take down the horrible organization that is Team Rock. Where we left off last time, you had gotten a call from the professor saying that the gym has been taken over and that the Pokemon are being held hostage. You were able to, well, along with the help of your friends, battle your way back to reach your hometown. Uh, once you arrive, you find that the whole place has been ransacked and that no Pokemon remain anywhere that you can see. After re uh, resting at the Poke Center, you find out that they are all holed up inside the gym where Team Rocket is holding everybody hostage. You know that this will be a tough battle and you can prepare by purchasing pretty much anything you want at the Poke Center real quick. Otherwise, um... You know exactly where the gym is and what you have to do. So, is there any last-minute shopping you want to do before we jump in? <clears throat> yeah, I forgot to tell everybody that I picked up a sort of sharpness. Oh, yeah. It goes along super well with my uh, the feat that I took at fourth level that I didn't mention earlier, which is the powerful presence feat, which gives me advantage on charisma ability checks. And I add charisma my my to the attack damage rolls of magical weapons that I use. It also gives me disadvantage on uh, sleight of hand and stealth checks. So okay. I'm not sneaking anywhere. Okay. So then, um, like I said, is there I'll any... Buy... Mm -hmm. I'll grab some potions, I think. Alright. However many you need to back, grab, go ahead and grab those. So you're able to purchase everything that you need to. Do you guys then, uh, any prep you want to do before throwing open the door, like uh, spells or any kind of that kind of stuff you want to cast? Um, we're going to Team Rocket, but... Yep, Team Rocket is holed up inside. I want to cast this uh, mask to look like a Team Rocket member. Okay. I'm going to get hair. <laughs> We're going to try out my grumpy Heracross. I'm going to let Heracross out. I suppose uh, as we kick open the door... We're gonna we're gonna start the epic metal music that that plays from out of nowhere with a, a, a usage of my intonation. I want to use my Indic Shadow to cast Major Armor on myself. 
and then uh, I want to take my magic form as well for the full 10 minutes. So using it just as an action. Okay. Anything else you guys want to do before starting? I want the viewers, listeners at home, to be aware that my hair from wears a pair of sunglasses that match Kamina and is poorly draped a drawed on blue blanket as a cape. <laughs> this Heracross does not like listening to me, but loves Kamina. Gotcha. I like this guy. Yeah. Alright, and with that, then, you throw open the doors of the uh, Pokemon Gym, and within it, you immediately see that there are five members of Team Rocket inside. The first two, right as you open the door, turn around and reach to their uh, belts for their Pokemon. The other two in the back decide to kind of take up a stance to protect the boss, and then you see the gym leader in the back, or not the gym leader, but you see the the obviously more macho Team Rocket guy, because he's clearly in a suit instead of just a black jumper. All the other Pokemon, there's a, a whole pile of Pokeballs right behind him. So, we go ahead and everybody roll initiative. Robert, are we doing this like proper battle Pokemon trainer style this time? Uh, it's going to be both um, the uh, Team Rocket guys are going to be attacking and the Pokemon guys are going to be, and the Pokemon are going to be attacking as well. Okay. Also, just remember everybody, when I started my intonation, you all get three temporary hit points and we'll get three more at the start of each of my turns. And you also each get an intonation die that can be used for everything that I posted in the uh, recording chat. And that is now a D6 instead of a D4, so have fun with that. All right. And, you get, and plus one to bonus damage to uh, damage rolls made with weapon attacks and trip that require an attack roll. Nice. Is that always, or is it just when we use it? <clears throat> that, that bonus damage is as long as my intonation lasts, which is, I believe, for a minute. Yeah. All right, then. So, everybody's initiative, 15 to 20. 16, 18. All right, and then 15 to 10. About 10. Okay. And what did you get, uh, Kamina? Three. All right, and I'm going to roll uh, three sets, because uh, both Pokemon or both Team Rocket members are going to throw their Pokeballs at the same time. All right, so an Arbok appears in front of you and rolled a 19, and then a Nidoking pops out with a 10, or with a 9, and the two members of Team Rocket got a 4. Alright, so the uh, battle order is going to go Arbok, Corrin, Max, Kiwi, Nidoking, Kamina, and Team Rocket. Alright, Arbok is going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to say that you guys open the doors, it would be about 15 feet inside the door, so Arbok advances. Uh, on each of its turns, it can use Intimidate and then either uh, Poison Bite or Constrict. So who would have entered the gym first, do you think? I probably would have, so that I could do the whole Team Rocket thing until I don't understand it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, so they won't attack you seeing you as a member of Team Rocket, but then who would have advanced after that? I mean, I'm, I'm not exactly one for subtlety. I mean, I probably would have kicked down the door that let him in and charged in right after him. All right, then. Yep, then I need a wisdom save, DC 12. Oh, each creature within its uh, line of sight must succeed in a DC 12. So it uh, all creatures, all of you need to make a DC 12 wisdom save. Hey, also, um, Heracross got a 7 on initiative. I forgot to tell you that. Oh, let me add them in here. 
So and he would go before, uh, right, a- right after Kiwi. It was a 15 on my wisdom. All right. If you roll less than a 12, you become frightened for one minute. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns, uh, and if you succeed on it, you are immune to the effect for the next 24 hours. So if you succeeded, I'm going to just keep asking for it until everybody succeeds. All right. So who all failed and who all is frightened? Erikoff. Okay. All right. Then it advances on Kamina and is going to take a bite at you, sir. Uh, That was a 15 to hit. Will not hit. All right, it goes to bite at you, and you're able to get your greatsword right up into its jaw and keep it from biting down. We then move on to Corin. All righty. Um, then, as, yeah, as a bonus action, I'm going to spend two key points to activate my starring up, and I'm going to look at the Arbok and I'm going to tell it to flee. Um, and I'm going to spend one E to use command. So I need Arbok to make wisdom. That was a 15 total. Uh, my uh, DC is 15. Okay, if it meets, then it beats. Okay. Um, then I'm just going to get everyone to stop attacking and uh, kind of do my whole Team Rocket impersonation. Okay. Yes, you you definitely strike the most intimidating pose that you possibly can. Uh, let's see. On Team Rocket's turn, we'll see if they believe it or not. All right. Anything else you want to do? Uh, you know my turn. All right, Max. It is your turn. All right. Very. This might sound familiar to some of you. As I can tell, my Heracross is frightened. I'm going to get behind him and push. So Heracross goes in. Okay. <laughs> Because he can't move closer of his own free will. <laughs> That'll work. So I'm assuming it'll be at half my speed. Yeah, um, we'll go with that. So I'm physically I'm pushing a scared Heracross to be closer to the, I guess, gym they're holding up in. That concludes my turn. Oh, um, what berry would count for fear? Infusion? Oh, uh, for the potion effects or whatever? Yeah, I guess nothing, because Intimidate is just an effect. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, no, it would just be an effect. But at the end of its turn, it can make another uh, uh, save against it. Okay. All right, Kiwi, it is your turn. Well, I heard Corn say not to attack, so I'm going to hold my turn. Oh, I was just yelling at the oh. enemy to not attack. So, was that like, are you trying to attack? I'm trying to make them think that we're both with them, so that... Alright, I'll take you out of initiative then. Just let me know when you want to jump back in. Uh, we then move on to Arbok and or no, on to uh Heracross. Uh Heracross is just going to try and break through that intimidate. Alright, and a creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of its turn, ending the effect on the success. So do you want to make an attack or anything like that first uh, at disadvantage, or do you just want to end your turn and repeat the saving throw? Um, how close is it to Arbok? Uh, you pushed it 15 foot forward, um, and I was said that when we first opened the doors, it was only about that far in the door. So I'm going to go ahead and say that you managed to push it all the way up to either Arbok or Nidoking, whichever you prefer. Oh, it can attack Nidoking without any issues. Correct. Okay, let's go up against Nato King. All right, go ahead and make the attack. So I'm going to use arm thrust. I guess the max, like, a hair cross. 
Arthros Nidoking. King. Let's go. Ooh, uh, oh, 17 to hit. Yes, that's more than enough. Cool, and because I, uh, Heracross got the Combo Master feat, it guarantees that... There we go. Your Pokemon is an expert in combining strikes against the foe. Bonus features selected combo moves that have the ability to hit more than once are guaranteed to hit at least twice. Nice. So, I get to roll at least 2d6, and then we will see if I get to keep going after that. Oh, oh. <laughs> One, five, and I get, and because it was a five, I get to hit again. On, up to five times until I don't hit a five or a six. So, two. Okay, so three hits, which would be six, eight, uh, 15 damage to Nato King. Nice, not too shabby. And that's uh, fighting type. It's a, uh, what type of damage? No fighting type. Okay, nope. Alright. And then Heracross is going to try and beat that uh, will save. Okay, yep. DC 12. Nope. Okay. We then move on to... Where were we? Nidoking. Uh, Nidoking is then going to... Uh, let's see. He's going to go ahead and attack uh, Heracross because he's just right there. So... Oh, and actually, uh, since you hit Nidoking uh, with an attack within 5 feet, you're going to take 8 points of poison damage simply for hitting him. Ah, poison point. Yup. Yup. Alright, and then, at the start of its turn, it can gain advantage on all melee attack rolls during that turn, but all attacks against it uh, are made with advantage until the start of the next turn, so it's going to recklessly attack you twice. Once with a horn attack and once with a slam attack. Hey. Uh, let's see, that is a 19 and an 18. Uh, I gotta find an arrow for the AC now. 18 is the AC, so. Okay. You beat it. Alright. So then the first one is uh, just piercing damage, and it is. What type? Uh, horn attack is normal. Yeah, normal. There you go. Uh, so then that is uh, six points of piercing damage, and I need a DC 15 con save against poison. Uh, con save, I got a 17. Okay, that passes. And then the slam attack is also normal damage, and that is ten points of bludgeoning, uh, normal damage. Okay, and he also gets to do a counterattack. Uh, when you're hit by a melee attack, you can use your reaction to make a melee attack opportunity against your foe. All right. Okay, so then I have to roll for you. Does 11 hit? 11 does not, unfortunately, no. Okay, that's that. All right, we then move on to Kamina. Okay, so my little buddy did not succeed his his fear uh, check, right? Oh, no, he did not. All right, then uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go up to the Heracross and give him a big pat on the back and be like, oh, where was it? I was just telling him, let's see a grit those teeth. Whack okay. him on the back, and uh, that, that's going to be a, a heroism on him. All right. So he is now immune to fear. All right. Then that effect is no longer there. Anything and is immune. Hmm? Uh, and he will gain uh, four temporary hit points at the start of each of its turns. Nice. Plus, again, it's pretty fair at the start of your turn, right? Uh, the temporary hit points don't stack. You just get the highest okay. number of points. So he will. Yes, gain four temporary hit points at the start of each of his turns. Okay. Anything and is... So, mm-hmm. basically, I gave him leftovers and <laughs> uh, snapped him out of his funk. That's awesome. 
and that, that I believe is an action. So, uh, that is going to be pretty much all I can do. Yep. All right. We then move on to Team Rocket. Team Rocket pulls out two daggers because they're bastards and runs around their Pokemon and tries to attack the party. So I'm going to roll to see who they are going to go after. All right, that is one for, let's just go initiative order here. So that is a one, so that's Corrin, and then... So they actually think I'm not one of them? Oh, that's right, that's right. They need to make the check against it. Um, Intelligence, investigation. One passes, one does not. So the one uh, guy thinks that you're with him, uh, so he's going to... um, He's just going to... I'm going to say that the first one is going to... Uh, go ahead and use a potion of some variety on Needle King. So Needle King is going to heal a little bit there. And then the other one that saw through your illusion is going to go ahead and run up, and I'm going to see who it attacks. I'm not going to have okay, him attack. One that, one that failed takes 16 points, or uh, let's see, four, four, one, 15 points of psychic damage. Alright, 15 you said? 15 psychic. Alright. That was a three, so... Kiwi, you get attacked. And that was a... 16 to hit. Does that hit you? Yep, I'm gonna try to use the... uh, What was it called? The intonation die to boost my AC a little bit. Okay. Oh, it's a D6. Things perfect. Shoot. (laughs) Nope. Okay, and what is your new AC? Because he attacks three total times. Uh, 15. 15. Then two will hit, one will miss. And you will take... That is... 13 total points of damage. All right. We then move on to... I'll oh. Okay. Pull on. Let me do math things. No, you're fine. There we go. Um, I'm going to use uh, one of my... Vocation, uh, the football by face to cast Bane. And so, uh, three creatures, they have to make a charisma save. Alright. Uh, that's a 12, but the other three did not. Or the other two did not. The the DC was 16. Okay, yeah, then all three of them fit. Alright, so they all have minus 1d4 to their attack roll or save. Awesome. And then, oh, then I guess I will use Eldritch, Eldritch Blast Power and the one in front. Okay. Who? 19. <laughs> 19 to hit? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that hits. And that's 12 points of damage. Nice. All right. We then move on to Arbok and the top of the round. So Arbok is going to... Nobody knew has appeared, so Intimidate does not matter. Uh, so it's going to go ahead then and just attack. So it's going to Poison Bite again. Uh, that is not probably going to hit with only a 15. Nope, that is still short. All right. Then uh, it doesn't have anything that it can do as a bonus action, so it's just going to kind of hang out there. Move on to Corrin. All right. Um, so how many people are... Who all's running around? Uh, the... There's a lot of people. 
Yeah, there is uh, the Team Rocket guy that saw through the illusion that ran up and attacked Kiwi. There is Arbok who attacked Kamina. And there is Hedacross that, or the uh, uh, Needle King is engaged with Hedacross. And then the other Team Rocket guy just fed a potion to Needle King. So there's two people and it's Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. Rhino, what kind of damage does uh, your Pokemon do? Uh, fighting type? <laughs> Pretty much, I'm sure it would be bludgeoning. Okay. Um, Micah, what kind of damage do you do? Flashing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that Nido King is kind of in the way, or kind of being a butt. So I'm going to uh, spend three points and cast Mirror Prison on Nido King. So he must make a charisma saving. Alright. That was a 13. He fails, and so he takes five, nine points of psychic damage. Alright. And he is locked within a prison of mirrors, and so the only way he can get out is to attack mirrors on his turn, and then he can make a save. Okay. So, and I tell everyone, leave Needle for a little bit. Alright. That's my turn. Okay, Max, it is on to your turn. Okay, so you're playing it so the trainers have an action separate from the Pokemon. What's that? The trainers what? Have an action separate from the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. They uh, loose the Pokemon on their own, so they're not commanding them. They just release them, and uh, they're stabbing people on their own. Okay, because I can't do that because I'm not a bad guy, I'm going to move back 30 feet. Okay. Yep, now that Hitacross no longer needs your help to move him forward, <laughs> you're, uh, exactly. yep, you're very easily able to back off. Okay, and then I'm going to wait for Hitacross. All right, it is now his turn. Oh. Kiwi oh, took herself out of initiative, so now it goes straight from you to Hitacross. Oh, that worked out very well. All right, so as an ace trainer at fifth level, I gained battle dice equal to one plus my wisdom modifier. You can assign these to any of your Pokemon to be added to a single attack or damage roll. You're replenished at each lone rest. I'm going to give one to Heracross. Alright. So, it's a single D-stick. And we're going to try and do an arm thrust again. Uh, on the R-box this time. Alright, yeah, you're very easily able to kind of just turn to the right a little bit and uh, uh, hit him with the diagonal. Perfect. So we're going to see, come on, Heracross. Sixteen? Sixteen does hit exactly. Perfect. All right, we got uh, 2d6 so far. Hey, I only hit twice, but I also got an extra d6 for that battle die. Six plus five, 11 plus seven, 18 damage. Not too bad. And that's going to be it for Heracross to start. All right, we then move on to Needle King. Needle King is going to attack the mirrors. Virgil, what's their AC? Uh, they have no AC. He just has to roll an attack, and he automatically hits. But it's just to see if he crits. Oh, okay. And uh, he's going to go ahead and use that rage thing to roll with advantage. Uh, does not crit. So he automatically hits and does damage. And they break. Oh, okay. So roll damage, and then Nido King takes half of the damage he rolls. Oh, damn. All right. Let me see. All right. So then that would be 10 points of damage that he dealt to the mirror. So he would take okay. five. Yep. And then at the end of his turn, he makes another spell. Another save, you said? Yeah, another saving throw at the end of his 
All right. So then uh, that would be then the end of his turn. So uh, that was only a 14. Okay, that fails. So he takes six points of psychic damage. Because he failed again, too. Okay. All right. So then we move on to Kamina. All right. uh, So I see that uh, our... uh, my, my, my little pokey bro is fighting hard, so I'm gonna I'm gonna lend him a hand, and we are going to utilize our uh, oh I have to find what it's actually called again so that I can our storied strike, and we are going to uh, of course because we're coming in and we go all out all the time attack with the epic fervor that makes it a 15, 22 to hit. Yep, and that's going to be. 
you use one key point to uh, to use my steel wind, and I get to two dagger or two shuriken uh, uh, to a creature, and I'm going to pick uh, 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 the other dude, uh, the other Team Rocket guy who's running around. Gotcha. The one that Hope hit with lightning, or the dude that was um, the that- one trying to help me eat okay. Okay, yep. So that's a 24 for the first dagger, and that's a 18 for the second dagger. Yep, both hit. And both do, uh, so that's 8 for the first dagger, and uh, 8 for the second dagger, so 16. Alright, he's definitely not looking the best now. Alright, we then move on to Max. Okay, I'm effectively just going to wait till I, I'm just going to move right into Aragorn's booster. Okay, yep, go ahead then. Uh, so who's down to single digits? The uh, almost single digits is the guy that Hope locked Witch Bolt onto, so she's got a sustained lightning bolt that's hitting him, basically. Uh, or I guess not lightning bolt, it's, it's love and kindness, and she's killing him with kindness is what she's doing. Yep. Uh, the most deadly kind of <laughs> uh, okay, then I'm going to go for, I guess, who's looking weaker, Arbok or Nidoking? Arbok by a ways. Okay, we're going to go and arm thrust Arbok again. Oh, uh, ooh, 25 to hit? Yes. Perfect. Alright, so that's 11 damage so far, but I rolled a 5 and a 6, so I get a hit again. So that's three hits this time, and five, oh, so 15, 22 damage on Arbok. All right. He is definitely not looking good, and that was enough to drop him well below bloody. All right. And how's uh, Big Bro looking? We're looking great. Perfect. Then I think that'll be it for Heracross's turn. All right. We then move on to Needle King. Nido King is going to go ahead and does he need to repeat a throw or anything, or is that at the end of his turn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So attacking Mir, the repeating throws at the end of his. All right, he attacks Amir, and let's see if he crits. Once again, doing the reckless crap. He does not crit, um, but he still does the damage. So he will take half of take half of twelve, so six points. And let me roll the saving throw. All right, so she pa- uh, the Needle King passed with a 16, correct? Yeah. All right, so then um, after that save, does the uh, prison thing disappear forever, or is that just... Yes, spell's over. All right. Uh, we then move on to Kamina. All right. Uh, so that, that Arbok is probably not looking super great, so we're just going to go ahead and... Uh, yeah, we'll just take, a, take another... Uh, Storage striking him with epic fervor. Alright. That's a crit, Bob. Oh, damn. Alright, resolve the damage. It'll be close on a crit, but you might actually end it. Alright, so that's 2d6 for the uh, Nadachi, plus 1 for my uh, storage strike intonation, so that's going to be 6d6. Um, by 10 and 52. 19 plus 8 is 27 points of damage. Wow. All right. All right. 28. 
Oh. Eight points of damage. Alright. Still up, but not by much. Yep, that's, uh, yeah, because I didn't, I, I should have added my intonation die to that as well, but that being said, that's still pretty solid, so, uh, I'll just look over at, at, at uh, Heracross and be like, he's all yours, little bro. <sighs> all right. You can definitely uh, hear in the background the doo-doo, 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 as the uh, Arbox health bar is in the red. And uh, it is now on to Team Rocket, luckily. Team Rocket is going to go ahead and go, Arbok, return! And uh, the one guy, uh, let me see which one. Haha, <laughs> the one that uh, Hope was attacking returns Arbok to the Pokeball. But and I'm going to go ahead. Yes, uh, but that was his action to do. So the other Team Rocket guy is going to go ahead and... Oh, he needs to continue to look through that damn thing to escape. Intelligence plus two. 16 plus two for 18. Yep. All right. So then he's able to see through, but that took his action. So he's just going to hang out then, I guess. Oh, it's a bonus action. You know what? He's got a dagger in his offhand. So he's going to go ahead and offhand uh, stab at... I'm going to say he stabs at Kamina. Uh, 17 plus 5. That will... Uh, uh, yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Uh, and he rolled max damage for that, so that is 7 points of piercing damage to your person. 64. And that steel-type damage? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> what, what type is Kamina? <laughs> yeah. All right, we then move on to uh, Kiwi. All right, so... Uh, Blitz Bolt from last time, uh, since it hit, it just automatically hits again? Yep. Oh, this one. This one oh, just one dice? Yep, this one. Oh, I don't like that. Okay, that's four points of damage. Twelve? Four. Oh, alright. He's still standing, but by uh, one point off a single digit. Not that that totally gives away his health. Alright, that's it. Alright, anything as a bonus action? Okay. We then move on to Arbok. Oh, wait, no, Arbok is gone. Poor Arbok, he has returned. On to Corin. Alrighty, I'm gonna go up to the, uh, the, uh, Team Rocket guy that, uh, uh, Ely is attacking. Okay. That's a 23 to hit. Very easily hits. Alright. And that is 6, 7 points of piercing damage. 7? Seven. 7, yeah. All right, he is almost dead. Very, very, very close. Um, I'll spend one more uh, key point okay. to uh, steal win. All so right. I'm going to make another bigger attack at him. Uh, that's going to miss 10 to hit. Nope, that won't hit quite. And that's an 11 to hit. 11 will not hit either, unfortunately. Okay. All right, we then move on to Max. Arbok is gone, but uh, Nido King is still there, as is one Team Rocket member who just shanked Kamina. We're getting low on arms rush, so I'm going to try a Fury attack. All right. Oh, it is a... Uh, numbers are hard. 18 to hit. 18 does hit. Okay, once again, this is a multi-attack, so my combo master works up. And, ooh, so that's 7 plus <laughs> 1. 8 plus 5, so that does 13 damage. Alright, 13? Yep. So then we move on to Nidoking. Unless you have anything as a uh, bonus, anything? Nope, but we'll see what it does, because I might have a reaction. Okay. 
Nido King then is going to go ahead and now that it's been attacked by multiple people, let's see uh, evens for Kamina, evens for our odds. I for, haven't, I haven't attacked Nido King yet. Oh, you didn't. That's right. You just uh, attacked Arba. So then it's going to go ahead then and attack Hedacross. That was a crit. All right. Let's see on which one that would be because it makes two attacks. Uh, where's my stats? Wrong one. That's the right one. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, uh, and because you did attack Hedacross last time, you take. Uh, I forgot to give you the poison damage. The poison right. point. Uh, seven points of uh, poison damage from that. It- Alright. Okay, so then uh, the crit would be on the horn attack, um, which is 1d8 piercing damage, and then I need, uh, uh, or normal damage or whatever, and then I need the constitution save against poison. Okay. Um. Ooh, that's a six. Okay, then that fails. You're gonna take, because it was a crit, that's. Uh, oh, the normal damage first. Uh, that is 13 plus 4, so that's 17 points of piercing damage. And, math real quick, 40 points of poison damage. What? Alright. 66, and it was crit, so. <laughs> um, he's going to eat his orange berry. Okay. Because, <laughs> strangely, out of my 82 HP, you brought me below half. What? So that's 2d4 plus 2. <laughs> Alright, and then for the slam attack. That one will probably hit as well. That was a 17. Uh, nope. Oh. The is 18. Hot damn. Okay, well, you just barely dodged out of the way of that slam attack. And then we would move on to Kamina. Okay, uh, I'm gonna look at the fancy guy in the suit and just point about and just say... Only a coward stands behind minions and monsters. Come down here and fight me like a man. <laughs> okay. And that will be my, uh, uh, the, the, the tale of horror. So, uh, that is a 20 to hit with that. Okay, against the big suited dude? Yes. Alright, let me get his stats up, because I didn't even pull his stats up yet. Yep, AC of 15. Alright, so he will take... One, two, three, twelve, thirteen. Fourteen points of thunder damage. Oh, wow. And I need him to make a wisdom save. Okay. Uh, let's see the plus. So that's a fifteen plus two. Or fifteen total. That is just enough. So he is not frightened of me. Okay. All right. So took passive damage and has been called out by the mighty Kamina. Okay. Let's see, we then move on to Team Rocket. The, uh, let's see, you guys didn't quite kill the last one, did you? Uh, you had two health points left, didn't you, Virgil? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's right. So then, um, the two boys are going to look over at their boss, and the super injured one, uh, that still has the lightning thing stuck on him, is going to go ahead and attack Kiwi again. And that's an at one, so he epically fails that. The other one that just uh, tried to shake uh, shank Kamina is going to try and shake him again three times. Thankfully, oh yeah, he does not get he does not get advantage. Yeah, on these they're just regular attacks. And hope actually, I forgot they make three attacks, not one. So that is, I was still on the big boss's stats. So uh, only one of those will hit you. So you will take 
five total points of damage uh, from that shank. Uh, To hit, it was a 19 plus five, so. And then the guy is going to attack Kamina three times. Okay, uh, so that was a nat one on the one uh, Kamina, and then that was a 14 plus five and a 19 plus five. Yep, I'm not going to uh, use any of my reactions. I'm just going to take those two hits and, uh, and and call it there because I've got better uses for spells and reactions. All right, and I rolled two twos on those, so then that would be a total of ten points of slashing damage. All right, and then the big boss, uh, who just took that damage, is going to just kind of crack his neck and uh, look at you, and he's going to shout back in your general direction, I'll deal with you after these chumps have minced you. We then move on to Kiwi. Alright, the, the, the guy, is he still there? What was that? The guy that I hit with which bolt, he's still there? Yeah, he's like, got two health points, so uh, as long as you don't roll a one on your, uh, your witch bolt, he'll be dead. <laughs> oh goodness, now there's so much pressure. Yeah, pressure's on. <laughs> And that's a six. Okay. He goes down in a crispy... Well, no, because this is love and everything. So so the evil energy that was um, uh, forcing him to do terrible things dissipates, and he decides to dedicate his life to helping animals, for uh, helping Pokemon, and uh, 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 becomes a, a shopkeeper in one of the Poke Centers. <laughs> okay, I didn't think it a bonus action. Realize nope. it might work like that. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Okay. We then move on to uh, Corin. Alright. Um, I will attack the Pokemon, or the Team Rock Command. That's an act one. Okay. So that is. Uh, five plus five, ten points of piercing damage. And who is that to? The other Team Rocket guy? Yeah. Okay. He's barely standing. Um, and then... Uh, uh, I should have bonus action in this. Uh, then I'll just bonus action my death, uh, my death mark onto him. Okay. I'll let you retro and that. That's fine. If you want to retro it so that you deal the extra yeah. damage, that's fine. That's additional five, uh, five... Eleven points of damage. All right, then he goes down... So then uh, both Pokemon, uh, or both Team Rocket guys are down. The one decided to turn his life around and becomes a better person. The other one you murdered in cold blood before he could redeem himself. Uh, <laughs> so all that's left is now the Nido King, who is now rampaging. On to Max. I am going to use the Super Potion on Heracross. All right. 3d6 plus 6. Oh, it's not enough. All right, well, something. All right, uh, and then on to Heracross's turn. Uh, that takes up Heracross' turn as well. Oh, okay. We then move on to Nidoking. Nidoking is once again going to Rampage. And I'm just going to have it attack Heracross again. And he's going to do it recklessly again. Uh, that probably won't hit uh, 14, plus, 14 plus 7. Yeah, so that'll hit 21. And then the second one, that was a 3 and a 2, so I doubt a 10 hit. Not quite. All right, so then you will take... Nothing. Heracross is going to use Endure as a reaction. Nice! When targeted by an attack that would otherwise cause you to faint. I mean, you can tell me if it's going to cause me to faint, but I'm fairly certain. 
Uh, let's see, that's uh, 7 plus uh, 7, so 14 total points of damage. Oh, no, that may not make me change it. All right. Uh, I guess I'll try and make that con save, but... Okay. Um, so, you said 14 points of damage? Uh, 14 would have been the halved amount. Halved amount. 28 oh. normally, if you fail the poison save. All right, let's find out. Uh, 17 on the con save. Then you pass, so then you would take the 14 total point. Okay. All right, anything else then? Uh, I guess then I can use counter as a reaction. Okay. When you're hit by a melee attack, you can use your reaction to make a melee attack of opportunity. Alright. Uh, does a 23 hit? Yes, it does. Okay. Then, 11 points of damage to Nido King. Alright, go ahead then, Kamina, and what would you like to do? Alright, I'm going to uh, look over my shoulder and give Korn a little wink, and I'm going to look back up at the uh, at the boss and just yell, Hey! Who the hell do you think we are? We're Team Digurin, and our power will bust through any wall that you put in our path. Don't just go into this huge spelling rant about how awesome and manly we all are in Team Digurin, and uh, put him and, and put the boss under the effects of my venomous verse. Okay. So as an action, I speak I speak a verse that lasts until the end of my next turn. During that time, a creature I choose within 30 feet has disadvantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saving throws. Okay. The boss is then affected. Uh, So that is is my turn, as I'm still just going on about how incredibly badass we are. All right. Because you've been taunting him long enough, uh, that is currently in effect. He's going to go ahead and jump into this. So, he stands up, and I'm going to go ahead and just use this initiative. So, he stands up and uh, pulls off of his belt a Pokeball. And this one, you can definitely tell, is filled with malice and evil. Or maybe just something super powerful. He throws it, and a Dragonar, or Dragonair, appears out of nowhere. Holy crap! And I'm going to put him in initiative. Let me roll for it. Initiative 12. All right, so then he just chuckles maniacally at himself. And then we move on to Kiwi. All right. Um, for now, I'm just going to... Uh, where'd it go? Uh, I'll just blast again. Okay. On Nido King or on the boss? Uh-huh. The boss. Or the Dragonar? The boss. Okay. That's up. Oh, no, I'm sorry, a 16? 16 hits, yes. Alright. Ooh, that's a 16. Okay, not too shabby. Alright, we then move on to Corin. So the boss is disadvantage on things? On pretty much every mental save he would have to make. Okay. I am going to use... <laughs> I'm going to spend one chakra point on uh, command, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to command the boss to return his dragonair. Uh, it ha- command is a single word. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me look up. If you say it fast enough, you can make it sound <laughs> like a single. <laughs> or if you hashtag it and then just smear it all together. <laughs> I mean, you could say release, release Bob? your Pokemon. I, I completely forgot that I crit on that Arbok with the Sword of Sharpness 
and didn't add the 14 points of slashing damage. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, well, Hyorian would have been dead then. <laughs> now, I'm just gonna spend, uh, yeah. I'm gonna look at, uh, Kamina, Kamina, okay, go to town, and I'm gonna use Agonize on the Dragonair. So I need a Charisma saving trick. Alright, um, that was a 13. It fails. It's now vulnerable to slashing damage. <laughs> okay, and would that be considered a condition? No, it is. A, it is a. It is a spell. Okay. So it also takes. Let's see. Four plus eight psychic damage for failing. All right. And it can save at the end of its turn. Okay. And then I'm going to run over to the boss. And I'm going to end my turn right in the boss's face. Okay. You advance all the way up to him. Okay. Uh, on then to Max. Oh. Max is me. <laughs> yep. Totally spaced out there. All right. How, is Nato King still around? I feel like he is. Is who? Nato King. Yep. He's still there. How low is he? Uh, he is bloodied, um, but not by a whole lot. He got that potion halfway through that brought him all the way back up. And now, because you guys taunted the boss, the boss, and now a Dragonair is there. Yeah, I knew that part. All right, I'm going to, for my turn, I'm going to return Heracross. Okay, he is returned. And I'm going to send out Swinnub. Okay. Uh, Swinnub is actually the right Pokemon for the job. And that is going to be my turn. All right. We then move on to... I guess I should roll for Swinups. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. And then we'll move... Uh, Ten. All right. Let me move your Pokemon initiative then down to right after Dragonair. Okay. All right. We then move on to Nidoking. Nidoking is going to... Where would you have put your um, Swinup? I can't, I don't really know where everybody is, so... Yeah, Needle King would be right up kind of where you guys were. Everybody was attacking. The boss and the Dragonair are clear in the back of the gym. So he, you guys were intimidating a guy like 50 feet away, or like 40 feet away, something like that. Probably right near the Needle King. I'd stay within 20 feet of him. All right, then uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that the uh, Needle King is then going to attack um, the Swinnub. Unless, Kamine, are you still right there next to the Needle King? I would have had to have shifted a little bit up to catch uh, uh, the boss with my venomous person. Okay, then I'll go ahead and just have him attack Swinnub. So, he's going to do so recklessly. Uh, that was an 18 plus 7 and a 7 plus 7. Swinnub has a much smaller AC, so... Both hit, then? Uh, both hit, but I have got a resistance to poison. Hot dog. All right. Go ahead and give me that uh, constitution save. Hey. Oh, it's so nice to have a book one that listens to me. Uh, 21. <laughs> yep, that more than saves. So then you will only take... Uh, see, half that. So that would be 12 points of poison damage and 6 points of piercing damage total. Uh, 12 is, in half, is halved as well, or no? Yep, the 12 is halved already. Well, the... the- was half of your... Oh, no, it was not half of half. So then you would only take six points. Excuse me. And then the uh, slam attack uh, did seven points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. So. All right. We then move on to the Dragonair, it looks like. 
So the Dragonair is going to get the right Pokemon here. Uh, ooh, let me see what this spell does real quick. Sorry, I forgot to make that disclaimer. So I am using the uh, Pokemon Pokedex uh, that can be found on Pirate Gonzalez Games because I didn't want to have to go through the work of leveling up all of these Pokemon because I rolled randomly to figure out which ones that they would have. So, um, except for the Dragonair, that was obviously going to be a boss one. But, uh, so I'm actually using that one that's a little bit different. They convert it with D&D spells and damage types and all that kind of stuff, so it's a little bit different. But, um, alright, so it is going to go ahead and cast Ice Storm. So, with a 20-foot radius, I can catch all of you, including Nidoking, um, but it doesn't care. So, I need a Dexterity saving throw from all of you. Uh, DC on that would be a 14. Hey, Swinup doesn't make it. Am I still within range? Because I was 30 feet back. Yeah, with a 20-foot radius, it would have cast it right smack dab in the center to catch you all. And the DC was 14? DC was 14. If you fail, you take um, 7 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, and, see, that would be 15 points of cold damage. Uh, otherwise, you take half of that. So, half of that would be 7 and 3. I rolled... I have to have an extra heal so you don't have to throw that my way. Um, Swinub took... So, Swinub has resistance to ice damage. Okay. Oh, no. Round. Okay, so, yeah, I take a quarter damage from fire and ice type moves. Okay, so then a quarter of uh, let's see, it was crap, what did I say it was? Eight? Yeah, fifteen, so then seven points, so a quarter of seven uh, would be, let's call it two. (laughs) I mean, because we're already having a halves and then It would have been three damage. Okay, there you go. Okay, And then the the physical was fifteen, no. Uh, Physical was uh the physical was seven. Yes, thank you. Okay. It would be half of half of seven. Like, yeah. Um, also, Bob, technically Nitto King is a weak to ice type attack. Yeah, it is on that one. It doesn't say anything here, but I'll go ahead and count it because that's totally fine. We're using two different documents, so it's getting kind of confusing anyway. All right, then. Uh, so then after, uh, let's see, after Dragonar, it would be Swinub's turn. Alright, uh, King's still kicking then? Uh, yep, but not by a ton. Oh, he and, did. uh, Rhino, as, as Swinup came out of his Pokeball, he would have gained an intonation back. Oh, sweet. Hey, um, Swinup is going to use Dig. Nice. Your Pokemon burrows underground, appearing from view before striking underneath the foe. When you activate this move, you burrow underground and remain there until your next turn. During this time, you cannot be the target of any attack, and then I'll get to the next turn when I get to there. All right. We then move on to Kamina. All right. So, unfortunately, at the end of this turn, my vicious burst, or my venomous burst, will uh, fall off of bad guy. But with Dragonair being under the effects of uh, Corrin's super debuff, we are going to storied strike using epic fervor against the Dragonair. Well, it's not a crit, Bob, but I think... A 24 will hit. Yep. So that's going to be 11 plus 8 plus 9. So that's going to be 20 points of slashing damage that Dragonair is currently vulnerable to. Okay. So that'll make it 40 total. Yep. Not too and, bad. Uh, 
as a bonus action since this is the sixth turn of my. Uh, no, actually, I still got no. I still got four more turns worth of intonation before it drops. So we'll just call that there. Okay. We then move on to the Team Rocket boss. Team Rocket boss is going to go ahead and. I'm waiting for your pull out an Uzi. Yeah, I know. I'm seriously debating some sort of ranged attack. Um, actually, Dragonar's taken enough damage that he's going to pop a potion and. Uh, yeah, no, it's gonna. I don't want to. I want to save Dragonar's turn for doing damage because it's got a big one. So I'm gonna go ahead and the boss is going to pull out a dagger because that's the weapon that I'm using for the stats, and he's gonna go ahead and uh, shank. Uh, Virgil, you ran up as far as you could to him, so I'm going to go ahead and have him attack you twice. So that is one hit and one miss. Uh, 15 plus 5. I have an AC of 19. Yep, 15 plus 5. The other one was a 2 plus 5. So that was only 7 points of damage to you. And don't forget, Virgil, Virgil, have you used your intonation die yet? No. You can uh, can use that to, to boost your AC. Okay. But I have a minus. I have a negative three to piercing, bludgeoning, and slashing. So with those three temp hit points, it was only one point of damage. So Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. On then to Kiwi. All right. Uh-huh. I kind of really like using Witch Bolt, so I'm gonna try using that again. All right. On uh, Nido King, the boss, or uh, Dragonair. Oh, uh, let's hit the boss. All right. So that's twenty-eight. Twenty-eight to hit. Yeah. Yep, that very much hits. Okay. Okay. 34 points of lightning damage. Wow, that's significant. All right. And you are locked on to him then. Anything as a bonus action? Nope. All right, Corin, it is your turn. Uh, bonus action, I'm going to shift my uh, death mark over to the boss. Okay. And then I am going to attack him. That's a 25 to hit. Yes, that hits. Alrighty. That is 7, 13 points of hitting damage. Okay. And that is the end of my turn. Alright, yeah, as you went to strike him, you're very easily able to slash at his very expensive suit uh, and uh, uh, deal one to the 1% uh, that's clearly uh, a plague on the land here. All right, we then move on to Max. All right, I'm going to move back so I don't get hit by another one of those windstorm, icy windstorms. All right. Um, I can command from a ways, and that's all I can do because I gotta wait. I hope I'm swing up. All right, we then move on to Needle King, and Needle King is really, really not looking good at this point, but um, persevere it must. So it. Uh, attacks at uh, Swinub again, right there. Oh no, Swinub used Dig. That's right. Uh, it's gonna go ahead then, and uh, rather than you know, it's gonna go ahead and try and protect the boss. So it's gonna move up and get behind uh, Kamina and attack from behind using its reckless stuff as always. Uh, that was a crit on the first one. And that was a total of 12 on the second one. So the crit will hit, the other one will not, I'm assuming. Yep. All right, that's uh, 
Not great. That's only 14 points of piercing damage, and I need the uh, constitution saving throw. Um, I take all of the poison damage. Okay, I didn't roll great on the poison damage either. Only 31 points of poison damage. So 14 plus 31? Yeah. I'm down. All right. We then move on to... Wait, wait, wait. Oh. No, I'm almost down. I've got 14 plus 31 is... 45 minus 3 is 42. I've got 7 hit points left. Uh-oh. All right. Well, this will... Oh, God. Do I want to... This will kill Nido King outright. Uh, well, and Virgil's off to the side, so I won't be able to hit you with the stack. So, a Dragonar is going to instead... Uh, let's go... Odds, Virgil, evens, Micah. That one's Micah. Uh, so, you're going to take both of these attacks... Uh, one will hit, the other one will not. Uh, that was a 13 on the one, and then an 18 plus 8 on the other. So, um, I am going to... Ah, oh crap, I can't use two reactions. Yeah. Nope, I'm just going to take all of that damage. Yep, it'll probably knock you out, uh, so I won't worry about the grapple check. Uh, that was 9, 10, 11, plus 4, so 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Yep, that is more than enough. All right, you are so, then... I say, so at that point, my intonation ends because I have been incapacitated. Actually, it would have ended when I took that 40-some-odd points of damage. Okay. Uh, so, yep, no more temporary hit points coming in, and no more bonus to damage. All right. We then move on to Swin Up. All right, so Nidoking shot like 40 feet past where Swinup was before, right? Yeah, he went up, uh, not that far, uh, just up behind Kamina, so like 20 feet or so, maybe. Okay, so then they can still hit him. Yeah. Perfect. All right, I'm going to roll to see if Swinup hit. Uh, it does a 19 hit. Yes, it does, and it'll probably take it out at this point. Okay, especially since it should be super effective. Yeah, it only has uh, 18 health points. We'll find out. Uh, and 15, 15 damage done. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's more than enough if it's super effective. It, I believe ground type super effective on poison, or just yeah. poison. Yeah, yeah, these, okay. yeah, these don't have that written in, but because we're using two different ones, I'm fine adding that that condition in there. So it uh, goes, it takes it out uh, entirely, and it falls to the ground unconscious. It fainted. Perfect. All right, we then move on to... Uh, oh, uh, any bonus actions, Max, or um, uh, Swinub? Uh, oh, no, wait, no, Max. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah you takes his, eats his Orenberry. Okay. Which uh, restores, I guess, like, I rolled 2d4 plus 2, so 7. Okay, he's restored for that little amount. Yep, and that is it. All right, we then move on to Kamina, first death saving throw. Is a success. All right, on to the big boss. The big boss is going to go ahead and uh, he's going to go ahead and risk it and give Dragonar that potion to heal it. All right, so then that is his turn. Kiwi, it is your turn. All right, I'm continuing with That is a seven. Seven to hit? No, that's... Which bolt continues once it hits it. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Sorry, seven points of damage. Yep. We then move on to Mac. Uh, excuse me, wrong person. Uh, Corin. Uh, I will attack the boss. 
Okay. Yeah, and that's gonna miss. So that'll be the end of my actually yeah, that'll be the end of my turn. Alright, Max, it is your turn. Alright. Suddenly, Heracross just bursts from his Pokeball. You can see tears trailing down his eyes as he grabs an orange berry from my bag and runs over to Kamina. <laughs> Adorable, kind of rule-breaking, but I don't care. We're going to do it. <laughs> um, so he try- does his best to feed the orange berry to Kamina. Go ahead and roll those health points. That's, <laughs> That's just 2d4 plus 2. Uh, 2d4... It is bitter, and you did not like it. Your loyalty gauge went down by one. Orange berries are not bitter. No, both of them are not. Oh, okay, then you're fine. <laughs> I am at six hit points. All right. Okay, and then it is... Uh, oh, nope, Nido King is dead. So the Dragonar uh, had that potion that it took, so uh, it can't do anything on its turn. On to Swinup. All right, Swinup is going to take a kick. I guess Max going to call it Swinup. Use Icy Wind on Dragonair. Alright. Once again, a super effective move. Yeah, and what's the... Um, it... Mine's a ranged attack. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, 19 to hit. Yes, very easily hit. Okay. Um, 11 damage on a hit. Alright, and vulnerable, so 22. Alright. On then to... Kamina, you are up again. Okay, I'll just stand up and say, we brawlers sustain ourselves on willpower alone. <laughs> and uh, this this Dragonair is, is not making me happy. Um, it keeps whacking at me, and so I'm going to keep whacking at it. So we are going to uh, utilize, once again, our <clears throat> storied strike with epic fervor. You just don't learn on that advantage-advantage thing, do you? There's no point in not doing it. <laughs> that's the manly that's, thing to do. That's going to be close. That is a, a, a 18 to hit. Yep, that very easily hits. Um, four. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, twelve, sixteen, seventeen points of slashing damage on the dragon air. And is it still vulnerable, Virgil? Yep. Okay. So, 34. Alright. And as a bonus action, I will start up my intonation again. Okay. So that people gain those temporary hit points, and in three more rounds, you will gain a new intonation die if you have already used yours. Except for Swinup. Alright. Boss Boy is going to go ahead now that it's his turn, and he's going to mix Stabby Stabby at the Shinobi. Alright, need a wisdom save. Oh, alright. That was only a 10. He fails. He must attack Dragonair. Oh! I'm using, uh, using the... The boss also takes seven, 11 points of psychic damage. All right. And is it using the same attack roll that he made against you or a new attack? It just... It's, uh... Let me read it. Uh, uh, misdirection. Um... When a creature within 30 feet of me makes an attack roll with me, I can use my birth attack provided that another creature is with me. Uh, I must make a wisdom save. On a fail, the attacker must target the creature that is closest to it, not including you or itself. Oh. So, okay, then. Dragon is closest, it must attack Dragon. Alright. 
and neither of those will pierce Dragonair's, uh, Dragonair's hide. So it yeah. stabs twice, but nothing comes of it. On to then, Kiwi. All right, this continues. Oh, that, that, that is one point. Woo! Slow but steady. All right, on to Corin. Uh, I will pack the box. And then that's going to miss, so that'll be the end of my turn. Okay. Max, it is your turn. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to shake my head and command Heracross to return. Okay. So, yep. Uh, as as his... he runs back, like, you did well, little bro. <laughs> he doesn't even get to run back. I pulled up the football like this. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on then to Dragonair. Uh, Dragon. He may not be human, but he's a real man. Yes. Alright, Dragonair, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and, Kamina, you get an attack of opportunity as it backs up just five feet. Uh, that is a 14 to hit. 14 does not quite hit. One point off. So then it lets out a bellowing roar of typhoon energy. And I need Virgil, the boss, and, uh, Kamina to give me dexterity saving throws. DC is a 14. 13. Alright. So, Kamina, you take all of this. Just a second, I gotta math. Even half would probably put me down. Yeah, there's a lot of twos in here, but it's 10d6, so... Yeah, even if you had rolled all ones, half of that would have been almost enough to put me down. Okay. Not as much as I was hoping for, but, uh... So it goes, that is 26 uh, points of force damage on a uh, success, or on a fail, uh, 13 on a, uh, a save. Uh, I have evasion, so I take no. Okay, Tomino goes down once again. We then move on to Swinub. Used my turn, returning Heracross, so. Oh, that's right, yep, sorry about that, I forgot about that. No worries. Alright, Kamina, then it is on to you, first death saving throw again. Oh no! We then move on to the bossy. Uh, oh wait, would the boss? No, the boss wouldn't take an opportunity attack because it's just his action. They don't actually become enemies. Well, he'd still be within five feet because he just moved five foot back. So does he need to attack him again? What? No, I just, just basically that attack was just to. Uh, he tried to attack me, but I misdirected it. So uh, somebody. Gotcha. It's not crown of madness. It's just a one-time effect. Yeah. Okay, then he attacks you again, twice with his stabbers. Then I'm going to misdirect. Again, so I need another wisdom save. 14. Nope, he fails. So he okay. attacks Dragonair and takes 10 damage. Ouch. Oh, and actually that, no, uh, he's not quite dead yet. I dropped a number there. All right. Uh, one of those attacks does get through Dragonite's hide um, with a 17 plus uh, 5, I think it is. Uh, so let me find the damage here. All right, and deals seven points of damage to Dragonar that lets out a roar. Dragonar is getting pissy and below bloodied. We then move on to Kiwi. It is now your turn. All right, what continues? Nine points of damage. Much more significant. All right. <laughs> he is below bloodied at this point. Corin, it is your turn. Uh, I will attack the boss. Better. First, uh, 18 to hit. 18, yes. Uh, 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 
seven points of piercing damage. All right. Anything is a bonus action. Nope. All right. It is your turn, Max. Okay. Is I'm quite a ways back. Yeah, you'd be at least sixty feet. Yeah, Max is going to move probably twenty feet forward. All right. So I'll move twenty feet forward and just cheer on Swin Up. Okay. Let's go, Snuffle. It is now Dragonair's turn, and Dragonair did not recharge the uh, Dragon Rage ability, so it's just going to go ahead and close that, or move shift over a little bit, because Kamino is unconscious. So it is going to make two attacks against uh, you, Corrin. Okay, I need a wisdom save from one of them. Oh, okay. Uh, didn't you already use your reaction, though? Or is it not a reaction? It was a reaction, but it was just my turn. Oh, that's right. It was. Okay, uh, so that was a 5 plus 2 for 7. So he attacks the boss. This is going to hurt. And Dragonair also takes uh, 7 plus 11 points of psychic damage. All right. And both attacks hit the big boss, uh, who is intent. Uh, well, let's see if this doesn't kill him outright. Boss is barely hanging on, uh, but is grappled, grappled now. All right, so we then move on to Swinub. All right, Swinub is would Swinub be within forty feet or able to move twenty feet? Be within forty feet of Dragonair. Yep. Perfect. We're gonna do that then. All right, he's up there. And ah, yes, finally. Okay, uh, that's a twenty-five to hit. Alright. And the natural attack, which I assume it's a natural attack roll, which I think means if I roll an 18 or higher, right? Yeah. Yeah, that would be a roll them out. Okay, um, the target is frozen. Oh shit. Dragonair is now frozen, plus the sun is damaged. Okay. And first time I'm gonna use a d12, and I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. So that's plus 13 damage, once again, the Dragonair is weak again. Okay, wow, that's significant. It is not standing by a whole lot. One more attack like that, and it'll be gone. Oh, it's currently on ice, so... Yeah. So then what effect does that have for everybody else? It does. I have to go all the way to condition. There we go. A frozen creature is incapacitated and restrained. In combat, it can attempt to break through the ice with a DC 15 strength save at the end, end of each turn. Outside of combat, the frozen status lasts for one hour. Okay. We then move on then to Kamina. Um, that, that, that is a, another fail. Two fails. Alright, we then move on to the big boss. The big boss is currently grappled, and since the dragon is incapacitated, it is going to try and break free, of which it is unable, so it is still technically grappled. Uh, we then, uh, oh, it's gonna, uh, from being grappled, it would still be within five feet of Virgil, so it's going to attack Virgil, or he's going to attack Virgil. Uh, one of those will hit you, I think, 16? 16. Okay, not quite enough. Uh, we then move on to Kiwi. Alright. Horan, it is now your turn. Okay, I will attack the bot. Uh, that is a 19 to hit? Yep. Uh, that is 9 points of piercing damage. All right. And that is the end of my turn. Okay. 
We then move on to Max's turn. The Dragonair is still totally frozen, and the boss is in its icy clutches, I guess. Okay, then I'm going to, you know, tap my heels on the boost speed, aka running shoes, that I got as my magic item. Alright. And try to run over to Kamina. Yep, you can very easily get there, and since the enemies are in front of Kamina, you would not take any attack of opportunity. Okay, and then I'm going to do my best to force-feed him a, a potion. Alright. I've seen enough anime to know where the what goes happens next. Otherwise, <laughs> you get all like 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 you know you know misty, and there'll be some glittery glittery sparkles around the outside. That's that's just a side effect of standing too close to Kiwi. <laughs> Anybody near Kiwi just starts glowing and sparkling. It just... and they'll just be, be like be like flowers blooming along the border. Pretty much. <laughs> all right, you see as Max. Uh, the unconscious form of Kamina laying on the ground, and Max puts one arm underneath his neck and lifts him gently to his chest, and with a single tear running down his, his cheek, he pours the potion into Kamina's mouth, and and a pink haze fills the screen around, and every fangirl squeezes a little bit during this moment, and then Kamina coughs and comes back to life. <laughs> Okay. Uh, anything else, Max? If it's still possible for me to run back, I don't know how far with the my running shoes, but otherwise, nope, that is my whole turn. What's your movement speed normally? 30? 30, yep. Okay, yep, so then you'd be able to run up and get at least partway back if you wanted to. Sure, we'll do that. All right, we then move on to Dragonair's turn. Dragonair is frozen, but is going to attempt to break the, fro- the frozen whatever the hell. Uh, that probably isn't going to make it. Uh, that's a 13 plus 4, 17. Maybe it will. DC 15. All right, it breaks free of the ice, and that took its action. So, oh, but it also releases the grapple on uh, Big Boss Man. Swin up, it is your turn. I used my turn. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I guess that's that. <laughs> okay. Kamina, it is your turn. Um... Dragonair is not looking great by any means at this point. Um, the big boss isn't looking super great, but he's looking better than the dragon. Uh, I'm going to see the boss man as the cause of all of this strife and uh, going to point at him and just say, A true man never dies, even if he's killed! <laughs> and, hey. and we're going we're gonna to try this, this forceful battle cry again. That is a... Uh, 22 to hit. Yep. For 9 points of thunder damage. And I need to make a con save. Uh, uh, that was only 12. Alright, and he is shoved 10 feet. Oof! He goes flying. Alright. Um. Anyone else getting flashbacks of Vargas? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we will use a bonus action just in case we need it to... Uh, start up my last usage of intonation for the day so that temporary hit points can be granted all around. Alright. We then move on to the boss. The boss is going to go ahead and pull out uh, well, I guess he's been using daggers this whole time. So he's going to go ahead and keep that little bit of distance and uh, throw two daggers. I'm going to say one is going to go to Kamina and the other one is going to go to the Shinobi. Thankfully, I didn't have to confirm that one. Yeah. How close is uh, the American? Five feet. 
Okay, I'm gonna use I need a, a, a wisdom save from him. Alright. That was a five plus two. Not that it matters. Okay. Then he throws the dagger and he's up to dragon air. <laughs> That'll hit dragon air. <laughs> oh god, sorry. Uh, dragon air takes four points of damage. And uh, Kamina, you are going to take. Oh, come Wait, here. What, what was the attack roll on that, Bob? Uh, 19 plus uh, 5. Yep, yep, never mind then. Also, Virgil, how much psychic damage did he take from failing that save? Oh, yeah. 9 plus 4, so 13. Damn. Alright, he is not looking good now at all. Him and the dragon are about even for health points. Um, uh, Kamina, you're going to take 7 points of damage from that dagger. He rolled max. Whew. Whew. <laughs> yeah, that 2d4 health points is getting kind of thin. On I, to... have, yep. I have two hit points left. Exactly. On to Kiwi. <laughs> Alright. Uh-huh. I'm going to switch back to Eldritch Blast. Okay. Uh-huh. That's a 21 to hit. Uh, yep, and which one are you attacking? Uh, the boss. Okay. 12. 12, okay. So then that's another eight points of damage. He's now single digits. All right, we then move on to Corin. I'm running up to the box. Okay. And I'm going to attack it. All right. That's a 21 to hit. Yep. And that is... Uh, that is 10 points of piercing damage. All right, you push him up against the wall, and you put one hand on his throat, and uh, you look deep into his eyes before you shank him in the side of the ribs, and he falls to the ground dead, and his entire clan has now been killed off. Dragonair is now completely on a rampage. We then move on to... Oh, anything as a bonus action? Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, as a bonus action, I'll move my mark from death over to Dragonair. Alright, we then move on to Max. Alright, I'm going to move further away, because I don't want to be within the blast radius of Dragonair's Rampage. All right. Oh, and I'm, so I still have the boost of speed. So I'm going to move like the whole. I will move far enough back that I'm still within 60 feet of Swin Up. Okay, then you'd be right at 60 feet of Swin Up. Okay, and that's it for my turn. All right, Dragonair's turn. It did manage to recharge that breath attack. So Kamina and Virgil both need to give me dexterity saving throws. Um, half damage will still put me down. Yeah, probably. Um, that is a six, but I'll see if I can you off, Robert. <laughs> Please do, because I more than half of these are above four. Well, I take evasion blank. Oh, okay, gotcha. If I would be hit by an attack, does this guy kind of being hit by an attack? Yeah, this is an energy typhoon beam. It's a breath attack, basically. Okay, because then as the reaction, I'm going to step. I'm going to teleport behind Dragonair. Uh, is it a triggering attack to taking damage or to being hit? Because it makes a difference See, on what... I asked you. Uh, you flashed up as a reaction if you would be hit by an attack. Uh, let me sage advice this. Uh, Misty Step is the ability, correct? Cold Flash Step. It's a unique ability. It doesn't, it doesn't work like Misty Step. Oh, okay. Then if you were to be hit by attack, I'll go ahead and give it to you. Um, because it's basically down to 20 health points, so it's not going to matter all that much in the long run. So, yeah, you're able... Then, yeah, I teleport behind Dragonair as the beam comes. I'm just like, and there is now a two-foot log 
Yes, and that log is absolutely ripped to tiny pieces of sawdust uh, as this typhoon of energy just decimates it. We then move on to Swinub. Will Swinub save the day? Here's hoping. So how damaged is Dragonair looking? It's it's hit it solid and it's down, especially since it's vulnerable to ice damage. It's probably going to go down this round. Okay, so we're going to aim for the 2d6 versus the 1d12. All right. So, so Swinub, time for some icy wind. It is a 20 to hit. Yep. Not okay, and a 2d6. So that's 14 damage. And it falls to the ground. Dragonarf has fainted. Bum, bum, bum. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. Exactly what's going through my head. <laughs> All right. So we will go ahead then and uh, end this episode of the Homebrew Review. We'll real quick do our uh, reviews of how the levels went, and then we will call it for today. So go ahead and take it away with your reviews. All righty. Uh, this is Virgil with Corin. Uh, level 8 Shinobi was, uh, with the Genjutsu style was absolutely fantastic. I felt really, I felt like I was changing the game a little bit. Uh, having all these, uh, crowd control ability and basically going 2v1 against Dragonair and, uh, the bot for a while. Uh, just making them attack each other and, uh, the little damage I did take, I admitted a lot of it. Uh, the hit points from uh, Kamina was helpful, um, helped reduce some more of that damage. But even with that big breath attack from uh, Dragonair, just being able to, as a reaction, tell it away to uh, being hit, um, just felt like I was able to just control the battlefield and uh, uh, just have a great time doing it. Uh, I did run out of uh, Chakra really quick. Uh, which was kind of a bummer, but luckily they come back at a short rest. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens with the next set of uh, the next level. But as far as level H Nobi, all of these I was, when I first picked this, I was worried about survivability and self sustainability. Uh, at the moment, I'm worried about this with that class going on. Uh, I feel that in a group setting, he's super powerful, but even by himself. Uh, that the shinobi is able to command the battlefield and keep himself alive and do and pick away at the opponent uh, little by little um, throughout battles. So uh, if you're wanting a, to pick a monk or a shinobi type character, seriously take a look at this file. I have had a blast with uh, the genjutsu version. Uh, the other two subclasses look really fun. Uh, especially with being able to pick more than just if you're a Genjutsu, you can only pick Genjutsu. You can pick Taijutsu and uh, Ninjutsu if you want. Uh, but all the archetypes are basically very different. So this class gets uh, a completely different feel with every character. Ninjutsus you get. Uh, even if you were all, even if everyone played a Ninjutsu character with all the different you have it would be totally different every single time uh lots of themes you can pick water styles you can pick uh leaf style uh fire styles it, it's very unique uh setup or a combination thereof so if you're interested in a nobi type class take a look at this one love eight was awesome 
and I'm looking forward to level 12, 16, and... Hey everyone, uh, this was a pretty good ride. I really like being in so many different spells. Uh, one of the things that definitely came in handy from uh, the company was that my magic form gives me temporary hit points equal to my at the start of each of my turns. And so that definitely saved me. Um, other than that, uh, all the spells were really cool. The one that I was hoping to use but wasn't able to was the light that was from Xanathar's Guide. Um, I wasn't able to use it once somebody was, but my health was too low to be able to. Uh, otherwise, uh, not much was new specific. A lot of was, since it's an archetype of the Warlock, a lot of it was just uh, seeing how the Warlock plays, and this has been really fun and interesting. So thanks, and I can't wait to see how the next levels Well, there's uh, something to be said for having friends who uh, like to have you around. Um, that was uh, that was a rough session for, for Kamina. He spent quite a lot of time blood on his back in the dirt, if you will, but I feel like more of that was my fault, and I take full responsibility for playing things in character, you know, going all out the way I the way I was. Um, the Scald is very much what I was expecting it to be, uh, having a lot of good, solid support options, and still the capability to really put out enough damage to warrant them being, you know, up in the middle of everything. Um, the intonation is really feels like the key feature that you want it to feel like you know having all of the effects that it has and then the bonuses from that it gets for the signature epic really really give it the feel that you want it to have and that you know he's the 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 inspiring presence that everyone wants to have around that that is really just kind of keeping everything together and you know him not being there is a detriment to the group and so you know that was really what I was hoping to see out of the Skull class, and I think Ace has done a wonderful job with it. It feels very, very good. I mean, I have had no real complaints out of the, the class so far, so you know, looking forward to some of the more interesting things that I'm going to be picking up in, in the future levels. Uh, probably going to look into uh, the, the, the tough feat as, you know, having a few extra hit points is good, would, would, would be... Uh, a huge help for Kamina as going ham in the, in the thick of battle as is his way is uh, hazardous to his health. So looking forward to the future and uh, more fun games with y'all. So for my level 8 review, I enjoyed having a bit stronger Pokemon. It is a bit of a struggle but I feel like it keeps the game really balanced where the amount of Pokemon in my Pokemon their combined level defines what my trainer level is. So. That's why, as a trainer, I couldn't do too much, and my Pokemon were still independently not as strong as, say, a single character at level 8. But I do find that if you were to combine them, or even, like, two or three, balance up to be about the same. Uh, I'm still finding the class incredibly balanced. Uh, I'm getting all sorts of ideas about playing and hosting Pokemon games, so we'll see what happens with that. And I've got nothing bad to say about how that felt. The only thing I'm a little sad is I didn't get to show you guys the evolution of my Bulbasaur into Ivysaur and explain how that works. But next time on the Homebrew Review. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then after the leader was defeated, uh, you were able to, you thought, finally relax. However, hope, your magic item begins to chime and a chibi face appears in front of you 
and says that, Hurry, the power of darkness is preparing to attack! To be continued. <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead and end there, guys. Um, so go ahead and say goodbye. Goodbye! Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of the Homebrew Review. If you would like a chance to join our show and vote on who gets in and what material makes it, please visit our Patreon page where you can help support our podcast and possibly join the crew here. Also, if you would like to follow us, we are on Facebook at Guild Adventure. You can also find us on our website along with links to all the material at www.theadventuringguild.com. And if you are able, please check out Syndicate Games in Kearney, Nebraska for all of your gaming needs. 